Welcome to the Arkham Files, an actual play called Cthulhu RPG Podcast, featuring Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. Uh, I think he's dying, but if he does, are you available? Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard. It was like I, you know, had a fair amount of spirits. Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Kantstanjevitz. I'm not a psychologist tonight. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. Still really into guns and ammo and shit. <laughs> Abel Morrison as Officer Billy McConnell. We can't do anything drastically illegal like blowing up his business. And I'm your game master, the keeper of arcane lore, Alex Morrison. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll. Simeon, you're running for all you're worth. You can feel the rocks and the strange crystalline shards of this blasted alien landscape cutting into your bare feet, but you don't slow down. There's blood dripping down your body from multiple large puncture wounds. So much blood. You're getting dizzy and you can feel your extremities starting to go numb. You think your left shoulder is dislocated, but you don't slow down. You can't slow down. You're not really sure what drove you to drink that vial. You just had to know. You've hit so many dead ends in your search, and usually those dead ends took the form of a person. A person with another smug, stupid, smiling face like Bernard Corbett. If they were to but open their mouths, then all the truths you sought would come pouring out, but they just sit there, mute and smirking like stone guardians standing watch over the tree of accursed knowledge. You'd always said you'd be willing to do anything, go anywhere to discover the truth, but nothing could have prepared you for this. Ever since you watched your brother disappear through that mirror all those years ago, you've known that there are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in your philosophy. But who could have dreamt of this? Who could have ever imagined that through the looking glass could mean the other side of the galaxy? Just now, you notice that the sharp, click-clacking cadence that has been steadily gaining behind you has vanished. Dom Junkard, Tallahassee Turner, and Major Aloysius Bakersfield. Twenty-one and a half minutes ago, before any of you could stop him, Dr. Simeon Kantstanjibitz pulled the stopper out of the strange vial and downed the contents. You all stood there in shocked silence for a moment before Simeon collapsed to the ground, unconscious. Since then, you've been gathered around him on the floor, watching him, lying quiet and still, his eyes flitting around beneath his eyelids, examining what you can't begin to imagine. Everything was calm, and you were beginning to question how long it was going to be like this when Dr. Simeon let out an ear-piercing shriek and blood exploded from his chest, jagged puncture wounds ripping through his body like he'd just been stabbed repeatedly by an invisible dagger. He began thrashing around, eyes still shut, as you watched his left shoulder dislocate as he let out another scream. Then suddenly, the thrashing stopped, and he began breathing heavily as if he were running in a marathon, blood pouring from his wounds. I would like the three of you to all make a sanity check. I don't wanna. I told him not to drink that. What an idiot. (laughs) He's getting what he deserves. Uh oh. He really needs to make Uh, better choices. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, what did you guys get? 
Uh, I got a 78. My sanity is 47. Okay. Ooh. I'm gonna use 300 luck. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna need you to lose one D4. I rolled an 82 out of 49. Alright, lose a D4. Dom? I rolled a five. Nice, excellent. All right, you're still gonna lose one sanity point though from that. What? That's a like. I rolled a three, so I'm you just saw invisible wounds explode out of your friend and blood spraying everywhere after he but drank some sort of strange liquid. Yeah, but uh, I rolled a five. In my travels, uh, I've seen this stuff before. Anyway, I mean, I've been among the Native American tribes. This happens all the time, so I'm still saying. Okay. So did it? How much sanity did you guys lose? Donovan, carry weigh in. Uh, I'm I lost three. Okay. I got fast talk. So Bakersfield. Just trying to make. That was me. I lost three. Okay. Tallahassee. How much did you lose? I lost two. Two. Okay. All right. I rolled a five. So, Doctor Can't Stand Your Bits is on the ground. Blood flowing out of several wounds in his body. What do you do? Um, I'm gonna administer some first aid to him. I'm gonna pee on his face. Okay. Um, Tallahassee, that's not gonna help. <laughs> It'll wake him up. Put it away. <laughs> Keep your pants on, man. Um, all right. All right. I'm Major gonna try and administer some first aid to him. Okay. Roll your first aid. I will also first aid him. All right, I rolled a 22 out of 70. Excellent, yeah. That is a uh, that's a hard success for you. Make sure you check your box. Yeah. Okay, th nice. thinking quickly, Major Bakersfield begins grabbing whatever he can. Uh, being that you're in the kitchen of Dr. Can't Stand Your Bit's house, he starts grabbing rags, towels, whatever he can to start binding up Dr. Simeon's wounds to hopefully stop the bleeding and do whatever he can to save his friend. Uh, Simeon, uh, regain one point of health. Actually, yeah, okay, yeah, regain one point of health. Where was I at before? Was I you like lost two? seven last time. So I'm at three now. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and as you are doing this, Major, Major Bakersfield and Dom Drunkard and Tallahassee Turner are hovering around you, just staring on in, in shock and horror. Uh, you hear a voice call out from behind you, uh, a woman's scream. And she comes in and goes, what? What's going on? Simeon! Simeon, what, what happened? What did, what did you do to him? You turn around to see Dr. Simeon's wife, Mary Beth, Enter the kitchen. Her faith is <laughs> Mary. Yeah, okay, Mary Beth, Beth, Beth. Mary Beth for short. Did she call Doctor Shrimp Puerto Rico yet for the results? Um, her her face is gone. Mary Beth's face has gone completely pale as she looks down in shock at her husband lying on the ground and blood beginning to pool around his body. What? What's going on? What? What happened? I think he's dying, but if he does, are you available? <laughs> <laughs>
I come out of this. <laughs> um, is that really what you say? <laughs> no, raised no, by Indians, so it's not really what I say. I. It's not as bad as it looks. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it, Mary, Mary Beth. Don't worry about it. We've got everything under control. It's not as bad as it looks. He's gonna be all right. Well, let me. I've seen much worse in the war. I know what I'm doing. Let me get the. Let me. Let me get the first aid kit. And she runs over to and starts, um, just slamming through cupboards. And she pulls out a small uh, tin case and brings it over to you. It's got a red cross on it and hands it to you, Major Bakersfield. Inside you find Thank gauze, you. bandages, some disinfectant. You're able to take that and uh, bind up the wounds and stifle a little bit of the bleeding. As this is all going on... Um, okay, yeah, you guys are gathered around Simeon. As now he just seems to be breathing heavily and quickly. Like he's almost like he's running in a race or something like that. You've managed to stop the bleeding as much as you could with the bandages you gave him. Mary Beth is still standing there looking down, um, almost kind of whimpering here and there. <laughs> Simeon. You turn your head to see the creature soaring through the air toward you in a flying leap. You let out another scream as you stumble and fall onto your back, looking up as the razor-sharp tip of one leg sinks directly toward your left eye. Dom, Tallahassee, Major Bakersfield. You watch on as at exactly 22 minutes and five and one quarter seconds after Simeon drank the contents of that wicked-looking vial, he lets out one last scream, his body going suddenly still and quiet. You all look on in shock and horror, until finally, <gasps> he takes a huge breath as his eyes shoot open and begin rapidly looking around the room. Where am I? Oh, yeah. He's possessed! Oh my gosh. Kill him! him. No. Mary Beth, Beth, Beth. Get, get the pig. Dr. Simeon, you are suddenly back in your house. You are lying on the floor in your kitchen. You're surrounded by your cohorts, and your wife is standing behind them. Her face is just white as a sheet, uh, looking over you. Your clothes are wet. L looking around, you can see there's blood everywhere. Your shoulder hurts a lot. Oh, my shoulder hurts so much. Uh, Tallahassee, <laughs> did I hear you make a pass at my wife? Uh, indeed I did. <laughs> Can you really blame him? Uh, yeah. Have you seen her? <laughs> Woof. <laughs> I love you, Mary Beth Beth. Beth. But your appearance is a 20. <laughs> uh, Mary, da Mary, <laughs> uh, Mary Beth gets down on her knees next to you, and she looks down at you, and she starts uh, uh, touching your face and your, your arms and your body as she tries to talk to you. Simeon, what are you? Are you okay? What happened? Uh, no, I'm clearly not okay. Oh, my! Uh, there's there's blood everywhere. Yeah, that's my I, ugly am, stupid. Were you attacked? Obviously, I was not not attacked. Yeah, 
What is what is going on? There's been all this with the police. Well, you guys have been out. I'm gonna be, and now this. What 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 is happening? Look, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight with you, honey. <coughs> Sorry, my horse. Is, my voice is hoarse. <clears throat> Mr. Bakersfield uh, dared me to drink the potion he brought what? back. No. no. <laughs> okay, it was Dom. Dom told me to drink the potion. He actually put it down my throat. Yes, um, I did. Okay, fine. I did it. I saw oh. the potion. You know I I'm have an issue. I drank it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh. what, are, what are you talking about? A potion? Uh, uh, Bakersfield, would you please explain to my wife exactly what that was? Because I actually really didn't know. I just saw... Herbal. So we, uh... Magic potion. What? We why apprehended the Miskatonic Mangler. We found it? this weird glowing purple liquid in a s scary uh, murder trophy box of his. We brought it back and your husband drank it. <laughs> Very concise. Well, why? Why did you do that? Why did you drink For that? For science. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alright, so did we uh, first aid? Um, can't stand you bits well enough? Can we first aid him again? Yeah, can I just keep uh, rolling? You can first aid him once per injury. Um, he's been. You managed to heal him a little bit, up one hit point from the wound that he had taken. Uh, doctor, you guys could also do a medicine roll on him. Ooh, can I do a medicine roll on myself? Try and. Um, I have no medicine. Yeah, I'll allow it. You can kind of look yourself over and... Uh, yeah, you can kind of look yourself over and then with these guys' help, you can kind of guide them on maybe what to All right, do. I got a 26 on medicine, and I rolled a 68. <laughs> Donovan drinks okay. poison. Far away. <laughs> yeah, really. Here, drink um, this <laughs> Not quite. You're looking over yourself. You see you're bandaged up pretty good, and you know there's something wrong with your shoulder. You're not able quite to figure out exactly what it is you need to do or to guide these guys and what procedures to follow here. Um, Sorry, guys. I got I got hit in the head pretty good in there. And, uh, what on earth were you thinking? I was going to help you guys with my medicine roll, but it doesn't look like yeah, I'm going to be able What to. actually happened? You just fell to the ground and then bled everywhere. Oh. Why did you start exploding with blood everywhere? Um... There, I, I drank the potion, guys, and I felt this really cold feeling come over me, okay? <clears throat> and then I was in a different world altogether. I'm telling you, it was crazy. There was, there was crazy crystals everywhere. I peed on the crystals. There was colors that came from my pee that I've never seen before in my life. And then this weird-looking spider, giant spider, with, like, razor claws came after me. Knocked me down. I stabbed it in the eye. May I remind everybody? Not remind, but tell you, telling you for the first time. I stabbed him in the eye, and I ran away. And then he jumped up in the air and stabbed me in the eye. But a completely <laughs> different world. So I, I you actually I, you stab him through the mouth. You actually <laughs> shot back. No, I shot him in the eyes. Simmy. Yeah. You actually uh, shot back away and back into your body here before. Um, you were spiked in the eyeball. Okay, correction, guys. I was transferred back to my body <laughs> before I was spiked. 
In the eyeball. Basically, every injury you got, you received there, also appeared on your body here at your home. Looking around, you can see all the wounds that you have are the same ones where you were stabbed by those big spider creatures' well, legs. It's a good thing, as a psychologist, I heal extremely quick. As a psychologist. <laughs> Simeon, I, I think we should take you to the hospital. You look terrible. Nonsense, woman. Um, um, I gotta finish this. You guys gotta patch me up good. We gotta get over to Corbett's house. And... Just be done with it. Yeah, what exactly were we gonna do? Like, we already caught the Miskatonic Mangler. Technically. Also, you are in... Dr. Simeon, you are in super bad shape. Yeah. You feel absolutely horrible. And actually, the rest of you guys, you guys have been up for almost two days straight. And you are all starting to feel yeah. it. Um, what if we uh, take Simi to the hospital and we all take a snoozer? It's, it's possible that this... It's possible that that might be partially responsible for Dr. Simeon's lapse in judgment, maybe. Um, and pushing forward from here on out, you guys know that you are probably going to be at a severe disadvantage for anything you're going to attempt due to your exhaustion. All right, guys, look, um, I'm really tired, obviously. I need to get my rest. I need to heal up really good. Let's, uh, let's go to the hospital, Mary Beth, Beth, Beth. And you guys go take a breather. Feel free to stop by, drop off some gifts and some flowers to make me feel better quicker. Um, In case you die. I I'm not going to die. I'm going to the hospital. All right, Simeon, I think that's a good idea. Let's go Let's go get you into the car. We'll, we'll, we'll go to the right, hospital. The rolls. And so uh, Mary Beth helps Dr. Simi get up to his feet. Dr. Simeon, you stagger to your feet. You manage to stand up, but it's not easy, and you have to lean very heavily on your life uh, in order I'm to... I'm staggering. Uh, I can barely stand. That's, there you go. That's some solid improv. Um, <laughs> improv, improv. <laughs> uh, as you guys make your way out towards your car, the rest of you, are you heading back home to crash for the night? Yeah. Uh. What you guys think right, we should Dallas, do? Alright, you're gonna go yeah. for a solo mission. <laughs> I'm just gonna go shoot Corbin in the face and be done with it. <laughs> Alright, I'll see you naked in the street again tomorrow. Yeah. We'll be there. Hey, don't forget to have a reliable ready for tomorrow morning. Uh, do you guys want to make a plan for meeting up and meeting up tomorrow, or? Yeah, why don't we go get some rest and meet up at uh, 0700 at work Major Baker's Field? Did that sound right? Sounds like good to me. Scope me. I'm out. <laughs> oh, don't forget Old Reliable. Oh, yeah. Old Reliable me. I'm out. All right, Dr. Simeon, you guys make your way. You and your wife, she drives you to the hospital. They bring you in to the emergency room or whatever the equivalent was back in the 1920s. I'm assuming you give them some sort of ridiculous story as to how you ended up with several stab wounds in your body and a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, uh, I was, you know, true. one thing led to another, then bing bada boom, I got stab wounds. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, fix me up, why don't you? Ah. 
the classic bada bing bada boom explanation. As a psychologist, I deal with a lot of they just, unhealthy people, and the last unhealthy person I was dealing with was naked in the street with a bullwhip and a knife, and <laughs> things just got, things got out of hand, and I would barely go. Well, you should see him. All right, fully clothed now. <laughs> so there you go. All right, so they're going to take you in, and they start patching you up. They uh, reinsert your shoulder into the socket, ah. which, yeah, hurts. Uh, hurts. Uh, you find out that your shoulder is actually, it's not just dislocated, it's actually been separated. Um, so your left arm is going to be in a sling for a while. They get you all bound up. You got your arm up in a sling. What's a it's while? It's like a good uh, six weeks to recover. Bro. You get some solid medical attention, and let's see, and I'd say this happened within the hour, so it would be a regular medical roll, and play a little fast and loose with the uh, wound recovery rules right now, but um, let's see, I guess I'm going to roll, I'll roll a medicine check for the doctor on you. Okay. Um. <laughs> Did you kill me? You accidentally right. killed me. Yep, you. you are dead. You're super dead. <laughs> Don't you peep my dice rolls? <laughs> Abe's over here peeping on my dice rolls. I wanted to see if uh, Simmy dies. Yeah, he's dead. He kills you on accident. Heavy <laughs> malpractice. <laughs> uh, At least Mary Beth Mary will be Beth. set for life. Uh, leaves as a, a rich, rich woman. Um, okay, you got a success. You're actually going to heal another uh, three hit points. Nice! Which is pretty solid. Um, Almost back to my nine. But you still have a major wound. That's bourgeois. Um, so keep that major wound uh, box checked on your character sheet. Your major wound being your separated shoulder. And... Um, at the end of like every week, you're going to make a constitution roll to see if your wound actually starts recovering. Um, but for now, your left arm is pretty much going to be useless. Okay, so they get you patched up. Um, and send you home. And you guys are able to head back home and get some rest. Uh, Major Bakersfield, for getting a solid night's sleep, uh, recover one hit point. All right. Nice. And Tallahassee and Dom, you guys haven't taken any damage, I have took you? one. Uh, okay, yeah, you can heal one hit point. Mentally. Also. You don't heal sanity points. You can't heal sanity points? No. You're some, insane forever. No. Some good Unless you're a psychologist. Tallahassee, you still have max hit points, yeah. right? I'm tough. And also very lucky that I, Mr. Corbett did not murder me. Yeah. Okay, so you guys managed to get a night's worth of rest. Uh, Billy McConnell, you also, though you're at the police station for, for uh, quite a while, pretty late into the night, you do still also manage to get home and get a a decent night's sleep. Alright, so it's the next morning. I guess this would be Tuesday? Tuesday morning? Um, 
Billy, you are in the car heading over back over to that cul-de-sac where all of those nut jobs live. That's us. Mm-hmm. That's you guys. Yeah. And like I said, you were at the police station pretty late into the night before you finally were able to go home. Um, basically, ever since Tomasz- Tomaszewski snapped and just started rambling about the master and how he's coming, he hasn't stopped. And it's been hard to get anything useful out of him. One or two things about the murders, but nothing about Corbett. The police gather, gathered evidence from his apartment, so they're sure they have the right guy, but they don't know if they'll ever get anything out of Tomaszewski himself. He seems to have just gone off the deep end. From the information that you gave them, they're trying to get a warrant on Corbett to bring him in or search his house, but they're having a hard time getting a judge to sign off on it since he's a well-respected businessman in town, and now it's all based on the word of one beat cop talking to a crazy man. Rookie beat cop. Yeah. So your captain, he told you, um, <clears throat> he came up to you late in the evening or late in the night and said, all right, well, McConnell, uh, good work. There's going to be a promotion in this for you. Maybe even a detective's badge. You got a dangerous maniac off the street and we got him dead to rights. So, uh, you know, take tomorrow off. Get some rest. You look like you haven't slept in a week. Uh, thanks, Chief. That's uh, good news. I think I'll uh, I'll do that. Get some rest. Um. And on Tomaszewski's person, you found a switchblade, a small glass vial containing a purple liquid, and Ooh. a desiccated human finger with a wedding band on it. The, the inscription inside stating T and L forever. What did you do with those things? Hmm. Trying to decide if I uh, you drink kept it or turned it into evidence. Probably uh, kept the vial and turned the rest into evidence. Okay. So now as you're driving over to that faded cul-de-sac, you actually feel the presence of the vial in your pocket, almost like it's digging into your leg. I pull it out and drink it. <laughs> drink me, drink me. Uh, just kidding, I don't really do that. Flash forward, you guys all find a, a police squad car wrapped around a telephone pole. <laughs> Billy McConnell hanging through the windshield, covered in puncture wounds, and his face has been eaten off. <laughs> Tuesday morning, you four are all sitting around Dr. Simeon's table. Mary Beth is also standing behind you guys, leaning up against the counter, waiting for explanations on what happened and what's going on. Uh, you guys hear a knock at the door. Uh, Mary Beth wanders over to the front door, uh, opens it, and she comes back a moment later, uh, leading Billy McConnell behind her. Hey, fellas. Hey, Billy. How's it going? Welcome um, to my house again. Billy, Dr. Simeon seems to be in much worse state than you left him in. Oh, last you saw. Dr. Simeon, you're not looking so good. What, you, what happened? Well, as a psychologist... Did you it without me? Oh, you know, I did. But as a psychologist, I repeat the story to you perfectly. <laughs> um, without having to tell it again. 
Okay, yeah. So Dr. Simeon relates to you the events of the night before with the rest of the guys backing up what he says from from what happened on there, what they were able to witness on their end. Uh, I pulled a vial out of my pocket and asked him if Don't drink this it. is what he drank. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Can I see it real quick? Don't give it to the doctor. Oh, I, I all of a sudden got this hankering for some uh, purple ooze. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want that. I'm never going that back That was the there. exact same stuff. Can't stand your bitch to drink. Yeah. From looking at the vial, you guys, it appears to be the same liquid that you found before. Um, stashed away. Let's get it analyzed this time. Quick, call Dr. Shrimp Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, let's call Shrimp Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get him on the phone. Hold on, I'm calling Shrimp Puerto Rico right now. Actually, I think it's even before that. Like, it's just operators. I brought a, a real phone back from the future. All right, so you guys are all gathered around the table. Calling Shrimp Puerto Rico. Um, He's you're just... going to go call Shrimp Puerto Rico to see if he can analyze your vial of liquid over the phone? Or at least get some answers on that bone. See if he can do such sort of analysis. Yes. All right, hold on. He's almost on the phone. Yes, will you connect me to uh, Dr. Shrimp Puerto Rico at the Mescatonic University, please? <laughs> Thank you. Okay, you hear the uh, the phone ringing for a second. Dr. Shrimp and Puerto Rico, the, uh... this is uh, Dr. Simeon. can't stand your bots. Hello, this is Javier. Hey, how you doing, Mr. What? <laughs> <laughs> is it a who? This is this is Javier. Yeah, but you're Asian. Doctor Doctor Gutierrez. Oh, can I speak to Doctor Shrimp Puerto Rico, please? <sighs> this is he. As okay. you know, my name is actually Javier Gutierrez. You just call me Shrimp Puerto Rico because of my somewhat diminutive size and because you are apparently super racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't name you. Talk to your parents. <laughs> but as a psychologist, as a psychologist, let's talk about your parents for a second. Well, you know, skip that. Anyways, uh, look, Doctor, I, what, what can I, I assume you are calling about the uh, the bone which you left in my in my keeping. Yes. Have you found anything else about? Have you found out anything else about it? I've had some time to look over it and analyze it to a degree, and. As I said before, this is, it's, it's, it is most likely a human humerus bone, an arm bone, but it's, there are so many mutations with this, it's, it's almost impossible to discern what has happened to it. It looks as if, and from the questions you asked before, could someone survive like this? It essentially looks as if there were several other limbs or arms attached to this bone. How many limbs? Three. Holy moly. I mean... So, if someone could survive to adulthood with one arm coming from their shoulder and then three more arms coming from that arm, then this would be a very remarkable person. Yeah, I can't even a, tell... They'd be hotsy-totsy. I... I I can't see how this could happen 
naturally or how somebody this is an adult male arm bone how someone could grow to adulthood like this I, I have no idea but if this was done artificially these the means are, are far behind beyond anything I can understand well I think the evidence is clear well you did your you did your best mr. Puerto Rico dr. Puerto Rico now we've got another question for you we've got this uh, purple vial that I drank yes what can I do for you and um, we wonder if you can analyze its origins. Possibly. Um, I am a, an, a medical doctor and an anatomist, not necessarily a chemist, but I, I suppose I can take a look at it for you. Do you know any chemists? Do you know any chemist? There are several here at the university. Oh. Well, I'm going to send my wife, Mary Beth Beth Beth, to, uh, with the vial to your office, and I would like you to get your colleagues to analyze this as soon as possible. Lives are at stake. Oh, well, okay. Yes, I will I will keep an eye out for her. If it is in any way as interesting as this specimen you have sent me, then I shall await it. Well, believe me, you won't miss her. She's a big woman. Um, you know, my <laughs> papa always taught me, you know, you want a big woman. Shade in the summer, warmth in the winter. And I tell you, she hasn't let me down. Not a single bit. Uh, but no, enough about my personal life. But you won't miss her. I promise you, you won't miss her. Uh, anyway, she Maybe you will... better tell him not to drink it or anything. <clears throat> yeah, don't drink it. I drank it. And, man. Of course. I was... Uh, you would have to be crazy to do such a thing. I was half seas over, my friend. All right, well... Dr. Simeon, you are a singularly offensive human being, but I will, uh, I will, I just I call it how I see it, Mr. Sh or Dr. Shrimp, Puerto Rico. Anyways, well, if, if there is nothing else, I, I will return to my, all right, my you can't miss her. You might miss the vial because she, yeah, but you won't miss her. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> he hung uh, up. Yeah, Tuesday at uh, 7, we'll be fine for dinner. <laughs> no, Tallahassee, he hung up. I know, I'm just pretending to be you, like, keep the conversation going oh, so it doesn't yeah. look stupid like you hung up on Oh, you, yeah, okay. I, am a, I am attractive. So. Thank you for saying that, Mr. <laughs> Puerto Rico. <laughs> it's bye. I hung up on him, obviously. There you go. Okay, so you guys are here. You're all around the table. You have information. You have some clues. What are you going to do? I got an idea. You guys want to hear it? No. Let's hear right. your idea. Let me guess. <laughs> Let me guess. Is drink purple? <laughs> it does have to liquid. do with the. Uh, no, we already gave it away. It's on the way to me. Okay, I have an idea. She hasn't. She hasn't left yet. Okay, wait. Uh, Mary Beth, Beth, Beth. Mary Beth is is standing there, um, well, holding she can't... it in her hand, but just kind of standing over you guys with her arms crossed. Yeah, she can't move very fast, anyways. But hey, hand me that vial, sweetie. All right, I need this. I say we get Mr. Corbett to drink this. Anybody? You mean like have them over for uh, tea and crumpets or something and be like, hey, drink this tea that's bright purple. Yeah, because he's going to come over to our house. No, Where we're we like, to... we're going to bury the hatchet or something. This is what we're going to do. What I would think we would like to do. As a psychologist, this is what I would do. Okay, guys. One of us goes through the back door. One of us, one of us or a couple of us go through the front door. While we distract him at the front door, one of us breaks in, stealthily sneaks up behind him, 
before he's able to go off in all his gibberish, making us all naked. Hit him on the head, force his willy coo down his throat, let the spider have its way with him. Anybody opposed? <laughs> Anybody have better ideas? That's not a bad idea, actually, but that's coming from Tallahassee, so not saying much. So are you speaking in yourself in the third person then, Mr. Tallahassee? Yes, yes, because oh. I write books also in the third person sometimes. Gotcha. Mr. Bakersfield, anything? Um, what exactly made you want to drink that vial in the first place? It was late. I was thirsty. I was thirsty. I have a problem. <clears throat> no, for, for science purposes, obviously. You know, I just, uh, as a psychologist. Uh, okay. Dr. Simi. Yeah. Um, ma- or not Dr. Simi, Major Bakersfield. Make a psychology roll. All right. Forty-three out of forty. Oh, okay. Um, Doctor Simi seems like he's being genuine. Apparently, he is obsessed with the uh, the cause of science and exploring whatever avenues he can to learn more about the natural world. I am not lying. <laughs> or, or Doctor Simi, this this could be an opportunity for you to. Uh, um, tell your, your friends here about yourself a little bit. Ooh, I did gain some mythos points. Um, about what it is in your past that drives you to... Alright, guys, let me, let me be straight with you. As a psychologist, I'm straight with people. Okay? Um, so my brother, my younger brother, he was 13 at the time, uh, he was going through some hard times, and he was staring in the mirror quite often at himself, you know, flexing his guns, his pythons, what you will, his arms. And one time, while he was trying to build his confidence, I saw this big, gray, purplish, bright light flash from the mirror, and he got sucked right into it. We haven't seen him since. So I'm always looking for something on the mythical level to find out what happened to my little brother. Are you meaning to tell us? That your brother got sucked into a mirror. That's what I said. That sounds made up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be because his Thanks, whole thing Dom, is I, made up. I didn't know what to say because <laughs> uh, Doctor Doctor Simi, make a make a psychology roll. Seventy-five. Here we go. Uh, Thirteen. What was it? 13 out of 75. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, a... you got you got Dom dead to rights. You can tell he's actually... He believes you and he's trying to deflect. Oh, man. <laughs> That's not true. As a psychologist, you're a liar. <laughs> Seems like you're uh, starting to sweat a little bit there, Dominic. So, uh, Dr. Doctor Simi, like for reals, though, like, uh, I mean, everyone is known to stretch the truth a little bit, you know what I mean, for maybe a story or a book or uh, entertainment purposes. I don't know. Uh, You seem to have some experience in this. Do you really expect us to believe that your brother fell into a mirror? I don't expect you guys to believe anything. 
this is what happened, and I'm just telling you how I just telling you what I saw. And for the rest of you, this is probably a story at least most of you would not be inclined to believe. But after the events of the last couple of days, the things you've seen, um, what happened to Dr. Simeon last night, you are feeling a little bit more open-minded, perhaps about things like this than you you would have before. I've sensed you guys are feeling a little more open-minded about <laughs> what's happening and what's going on. From so uh, okay, well, cool. That's like a fun story and all, but what does that have to do with anything? And that's why I drank the vial. Okay, yeah, I do remember. That's right. So what did Bakersfield did ask that question? But why from Simi drinking the vial? Well, don't drink mysterious liquid. I mean, what can we use from what I did? If you guys remember what I was telling you about yesterday. The the Miskatonic Mangler, he told us that that that, the, he, that he got those liquids from Corbett that would show him, and I'm using air quotes right now, the master. <laughs> and then you got transported. Transported? Transported. <laughs> you heard me. Are you sure it wasn't transported? One of those. <laughs> um, what Don was saying, uh, what he's saying is correct. Uh, Tomaszewski did say he actually got that vial from Mr. Corbett. Right, so is this big giant spider thing? So you guys trying to hand it to him and get him that's, to drink it might not be the best plan. That's what I'm wondering. We can always uh, try and get... Uh, Corbett out of his house somehow. Maybe uh, lure him out, maybe by a phone call. Uh, make him think, uh, I don't know, spook him out of his house or some in some way lure him out so we can break in again and investigate. So what Well, what exactly are we trying to accomplish here? Are we <clears throat> trying to get Corbett like arrested or something? Because then we could try to frame him of some kind of crime. Now look. Or are we trying to kill the spider thingy? I think we should just kill Corbett. I think we need to stop whatever he's trying to do. We, if we lure him out of his house for a while, one of us could keep lookout up on the, you know, maybe up on the roof. <laughs> not, not me. I think I'll seat this one out this time. But uh, the rest of us could maybe, uh, you know, go in his house, dig in his basement. So I think maybe the attic would be a better place to look. We could go up there too. Maybe find, you know, some dead ladies or anything. Dead things, Mikey. Dead things. <laughs> or we can just go bust his door down, punch him in the face. Uh, we'll gang up on him. Two two could go in the front, two could go in the back. Or we could all just, uh, well, you know, I don't know what are you guys thinking. I'm just kind of a... Uh, well, you know, one thing uh, that did get him out of his house before was us snooping around in his backyard. That was just to get him out in the backyard, though. He never came out. Or he, he, came, did. he did step out into the backyard. I think to look around. To look around, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's all he did. I mean, lure him out of his house to have him actually physically leave in his car or something. Um, you guys would know this, but before all of this happened, he regularly regularly left his house every day to go to work. So it's not like he just used to just sit in his house all of the time. He was a pretty normal guy who would get up and go to work every day. He usually got back around 5 in the evening. Okay, then we wait for him to leave. Um... We go into his house, see what we can figure out. What time is it Tuesday? Right uh, it's probably around 8 a.m., maybe closing in on 9. Well, you think uh, Mr. Cobbett's going to be heading off to work soon, huh? I'm going to go look out the window. Okay, Billy goes over to the uh, 
to the window. Are you trying to be covert about it? Yeah, at all? I'm gonna be covert. All right, make a stealth roll for me. Yeah, just like yeah. last time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was he was fine. Dom was the one who uh, face planted into the window. <laughs> Let's right. keep those two separate. I'm the one who uh, ran into the wall. So I have I have an 80 intelligence. Sorry, I'm interrupting a roll. Mid roll. Oh, 21. I'm gonna use a luck. Okay, cool. So success. Okay, yeah. So you. Uh, managed to creep over to the window, just staying out of view. Uh, the the curtains are open a bit in the middle, and you manage to stay off to the side and just kind of peek your head around, and looking through the crack in the in the curtains to glance over at Mr. Corbett's house. Um, it looks quiet. You don't see any movement around on the inside. You see Corbett's car is still in the driveway. Um, from what you can tell, you don't see any possible overtures of him like he's getting ready or he, or he's leaving to work. Hey fellas, what time does uh, he usually leave? Do you know? I do know, but I'll let the narrator tell you. <laughs> um, he typically would leave anywhere from, from 8.30 to 9 a.m. This is a... He would have normally probably be gone about this point. Hey, do we know if he has any like relatives in town or somebody that we could pretend was in the hospital and call him? Be like, your baby brother is dying in the hospital. Baby, better come quick. Or maybe we could tell him like there's a business problem at work, and he has to go do that instead. Yeah, but he's gonna know everybody at work. Be like, maybe Who is if this? we be uh, like it's John, and he's like, there's no John. Break into his uh, <laughs> store as a diversion. That's not a bad idea, except for why don't you whisper that to us and not let Billy hear? Maybe <laughs> if ha- Billy's o- over by the by the window, he's not listening. Okay. I said we go to Snoop Brown in his house when he leaves for work. Yeah, but he hasn't left for work. So you want to go Snoop Brown in his store? No, right go now. break a window at his store. Make him. You guys can make an intelligence roll or an idea roll. That's what I was going to ask. Can I, I got really high intelligence. Yeah, it's just go my for it. My brain's being slow. 23 for me. My intelligence is 80. I got a 23. 20. Um, I rolled a 65. So for so you guys 75. that succeeded, um, just from thinking about it and perhaps common sense might just say that um, you would not be surprised if he didn't leave to work anytime soon with everything that's been going on and how much you guys have been poking into his business. Um, well, right. We already knew that. I didn't need an idea roll. That's why we're trying to break into his store. You guys were right. You <laughs> guys were just talking good. about maybe he's going to le- still leave for work. That was That's dumb Bakersfield. That's why I said I don't think we should. We don't like, listen to Bakersfield. Him. Yeah, we don't listen to anything. That's Bakersfield why we barely let him hang out with us. Well, next time I'll let you guys apprehend the Miskatonic Mangler. Then. <laughs> yesterday was Monday. He didn't go to work yesterday either. All right. Well, Dom. Well, actually, do we know where he works? Can we go break a window or something? Make him. Like, <laughs> I think that would be wise. Hold on, let me Google it real quick. You could definitely figure it out. He's, you know, that he he owns and runs Corbett Imports. Uh, just an importing docks. exporting business. Yeah, he probably has some warehouses down at the docks. You don't know if he's got a storefront or anything, but you know he has some properties. It probably wouldn't be too difficult to. Let's go sink the ship. To or find out. let's go no. a lot of warehouse. Guys, we on have fire. dynamite. We have Boom. Dynamite. Literally. <laughs> Literally. 
Let's get Bakersfield's dynamite. Throw it in the window. Oh, so now you guys want my involvement. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now you're talking about just blowing up a, a oh, place of business? Mary Beth Beth. Trying to kill I a bunch of people? I thought she left. No, she yeah. didn't leave. She is... Well, she... give me that purple vial then, wench. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mind your tongue how you talk to my wife. <laughs> I thought you sent her away like two hours ago. Mm, he he gave it to her and asked her if she would take it to the university, but she's been standing here holding it with her arms crossed, staring at you guys <laughs> this whole time. <clears throat> Maybe you could uh, give us that back if you're not going to take it. I think I'm going to hold on to it for now. Why don't you try drinking it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I watched all of you get arrested two nights ago. I watched my husband almost die on the floor of my kitchen last night. I'm not going anywhere until I know what's going on and why it's happening. And now you're all talking, standing around talking, talking like a bunch of insurgents or, or spies trying to go and attack a local business and blow it up, killing a bunch of people. No, it's sweetie, just sweetie. Hold on, sweetie. Let me just let me just for my new book. Take my shirt off and let me do this dance. Let me show you this new method of therapy that I'm using. Just I'm gonna roll a sexy persuasive dance. Is that cool? <laughs> kind of get her mind off of it, distract her a little bit. Um, what what are you trying to accomplish with your sexy persuasive dance? I'm trying to persuade her to uh, not worry about us and get her to go to the the, the university. Hmm. This doesn't feel quite appropriate for that purpose. <laughs> okay. Take out the sexy and just do a persuasive dance. Um, or we can just do, I can just persuade her. <laughs> you want to try and just persuade her to, to leave and just go to, get, to just uh, to, no, just to, just to get on the same page with us. Like, I, look, sweetie. This is what I want to do. All right. Okay. I've been through a lot. There's well, a lot she is. She is standing here waiting for an explanation. Okay. While they're talking through all that stuff, Dom, I'm gonna go ahead and sneak I was, out. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, why don't you and Baker uh, feel like? So, if you want to roll a persuasion roll on her, to um, kind Just of get her on the same page, right? Yeah, now. get her on the same page and kind of get her on. Yeah, get her on the same page as you guys. Then, yeah, go for it. How about? All right, I got How 70. about you go or send her over? And I got a two. Two. All right, nice. Yeah, nice. extreme. Um, excellent. Yeah, for how good that role is, she listens to everything you tell her. Do you tell her basically just what's been going on and what's led you guys up to this point? Give her the whole plot yes. thing. Sure. Right. The whole plot thing. She told me. Okay. She oh, just um. Um, she just looks at you. Her eyes get wider and wider like as you go through the whole entire story, as you give her more information about what you discovered in, her yard, in his yard, what you saw him drop in front of his house, uh, everything about the Miskatonic Mingler. And finally, she just she grabs another chair and sits down, just again looking pale and just looking shocked. And she's just like, oh my goodness. Wow. Well, and then this is incredible. My brother. What? So, so... What should we do? Should we just go like blow up his warehouse? Um, <laughs> You've never I been sexier, so, sweetie. No. We, yes, nobody's we gonna be blowing anything. We up. have some dynamite. Should we just throw it through his window? Uh, yeah. Look, uh, how many guh. guys have talked about that? Okay, doctor. Doc, 
You guys can't do that. Simmy, you know your sexy dance, your special dance, you know. It's very persuasive. Oh, Oh, I know about it. As I snap my suspenders, (laughs) yes, I do. Maybe you go do that in the street, cause a distraction, (laughs) while we throw dynamite through all of his windows. Um, by the way, it's still it's still raining outside since yesterday, since the storm came in. Oh, it's it's, it's still pretty stormy um, through today. It's 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 lasted through from yesterday. All right, why don't okay? <clears throat> so here's a couple ideas. Why don't we pick one? Of them? I was thinking maybe we should send your wife over to talk to uh, Corbett and see if she can like distract him while we do some stuff. Or and or uh, oh Bakersfield and. Uh, Dom, why don't you guys head down to his place of business and cause some ruckus? I like that idea. Especially because it's mine. Dr. Simeon and myself stealthily sneak into his house. I think that's I think that's a good idea. I think we're gonna I don't know if we're gonna be able to do anything without getting him out of his house. So okay. here's the deal. Here's the best stealth though. I forgot to tell you guys earlier, but we're trying to get a want for his house and it hasn't been successful. So anything we do, we're going to have to take care of it. Having said that, we can't do anything drastically illegal, like blowing up his business. I mean, going in his house, I think I can, you know, look the other way, help out, but throwing dynamite, uh, <laughs> no. Okay, we won't throw dynamite, but Billy, you got to understand something. You got to look the other way on a lot of stuff because you know what's going on. I do know what's going Otherwise, on. Otherwise, we're going to force and you. And I'm glad I trusted you guys because it's panned out. Well, you trust and us And I got a now. big promotion. And I'm going to get promoted. <laughs> the detective. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, let's see, let's do that. Let's send Mary Beth 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 over. You hang around with us, you prosper. What What do you want me to do? I can be lookout. If we can get him out of his house, that's plan number one. We get him out of his house. I can either be lookout for whoever else sneaks in. Or I can sneak in because I got a good spot hidden and I can try to find some stuff in there. That's good. Why don't we have Billy cause the distraction? I mean, Corbett doesn't know that Billy's with us. Billy should go down to the warehouse and call Corbett and tell him to meet him there because... Somebody was up to some mischief or Dom, I something. knew you were I knew you were in this game for a reason. That's a brilliant idea. I think that's a good idea too. If it's he went down as a police officer and started asking questions at his at his place of business, then I I think if they would probably call him to come in to answer questions. We could throw dynamite in his house. <laughs> <laughs> and then we could throw dynamite in his house. Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right, Billy. You go downtown or to his uh, warehouse or shop or whatever. You start to uh, ask a lot of questions and see if you can get them to bring Corbett in, and then we'll go investigate. Hey, Dan, you want to go with me? What if What if you mentioned to to uh, his employees or something? Maybe something about his accomplice, this this Tomaszewski guy. Um, uh, it's Tomaszewski. Uh, Tomaszewski. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> maybe that. I think if, if it's possible that if he thought maybe somebody might be finding out about his accomplice, it might make him panic and and definitely draw him out. 
Where's the the vial that you you drank from, Doctor Simi? What about it? I think I want to take it with me when I go down to his business, so I can start. Uh, you know, when I'm questioning, uh, they can call him and uh, you know give him a few specifics about a vial with some substance in it that his associate uh, Thomas Shevitz. <laughs> You know, that he had. Thomas so he, he gets a little nervous and it'll make him want to come down a little more. That's true, but Bill, you gotta be careful. You show him that vial, he's gonna start gibbering to you, and you're gonna be naked before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not gonna be there to distract you to help you out. I, I meant the empty vial, maybe with like one drop of purple goo in the bottom. Okay, so, um, uh, sounds like you guys have got a fairly solid plan kind of coming. What, uh, what do you guys. So what do you want to do? Yeah, so let's... Okay, Billy, you go down. You get him to cut, distract him and get him to get out of the house. Uh, once he's out of the house, I will go down to the end of the cul-de-sac with my, my Colt 45, and I will keep a lookout. If he comes down the road, I will take a shot into the ground as kind of the car, car warning when you guys get out of the house. Then I'll shoot him as he's driving. <laughs> <laughs> And then throw dynamite in his window. <laughs> and then roll dynamite under the car. <laughs> Just kidding about that part. All right, so Billy, um, is that what you're going to do? Or are you going to head off down towards... Yeah, who wants to come with me? Dom? Yeah. I think the more people we have investigating the house, the better progress we'll make. I, tell me what you guys think. I think maybe if just Billy is there because he's the police, if he's there with one of us who... Corbett knows was spying on him. He'd get more suspicious and probably rush home faster. Agreed. What do you guys think? Yep. I think Billy alone. Fine. Just don't uh, go dying on us, you hear? Okay. Don't, don't drink the purple liquid. Either. Purple liquid. The only, the only person I think that might help is uh, Bakersfield, where uh, he could be Mr. Netty Hands again <laughs> and... and throw a net over him. Netty hands returns. He could have Bakersfield in the shadows with the net ready. Alright, I'll go by myself. I do have my squad car. The, yeah. the chief loaned me a squad uh, Sorry. Your captain. Captain. Oh, captain, your captain. Loan me the squad car. Okay, get out of here, Billy. Stop talking. So, Billy McConnell heads out gets into a squad car and heads off. Uh, I'm going to say, just for the sake of expedience, that you have a rough idea of where Corbett Importers is um, down by the docks. And so you head off in that direction. So the rest of you guys, what are you going to do? What do we plan on me doing? Am I sneaking through the back with uh, Dom? Or um, I'm going to suggest that Dr. Can't Stand Your Bits keep lookout since he's injured. Yeah. Let's put him up on the roof. Um, <laughs> I couldn't get on the roof. In the rain, long. I would say watch from your uh, maybe uh, upstairs oh, wow. window and call at us. Let's put him up us. on the roof in the rain. Let's put maybe Can't Stand Your Bits. Maybe you can be lookout then. Maybe you can take the That's gun down to the thinking. end of the rope. Okay. Well, okay, what, what, what do you want me to do? I can, I can help. She's going to go... The idea is she's going to go to the front, right? Maybe we have, like, uh, a chain of calling. I'll go where you want me to go. Where do, where should I be? Do you want me to keep lookout? 
Down the street or Roman. or watch the house? Where's the dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe we keep her away from the dynamite. <laughs> oh no. She's more dynamite happy than we are. How much you got a lot of dynamite, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bakersfield? Oh. I've got a lot of dynamite. If by a lot of dynamite <laughs> you mean two sticks of dynamite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what are you guys going to do? Alright. I'm just going to go in the house. If the, uh, since we already broke in the back door, it's probably, you know, not super structurally sound. So it will probably be easier to break in this time. I say we go uh, back into the backyard and go in that way once he leaves. Do it. We'll throw, uh, we'll put the ladder back up against the fence. Maybe, sorry, go ahead. Finish, Mr. Baker. I'm, I'm finished. I was just going to say, maybe, uh, Mary Beth, 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 maybe you could go over to the uh, frickin' Naps house or whatever that guy's name is. Uh, hold, please. Barbers. The barbers. Maybe you go over to Barbers and distract him, make sure he don't see nothing. I kind of like that idea. All right, Bring Mary, some I, I can do that. Mary Beth, Beth, Beth. I, I do make an incredible me. crumpet. Excellent. All I've right, got a recipe if you need it. <laughs> um... She nods and she said, "Okay, yeah, I think I think that's a good idea. He is that that barber. He is so nosy. He's always looking out the windows." All right. So, well, uh, uh, is okay. that the three of us going over and uh, Doctor Can't Stand Bakes is uh, going to keep out. lookout? I'm already headed upstairs. I'm going to my favorite lookout window. No, dude, you Maybe gotta be you at the end of the street. Fire uh, your pistol into the wow. ground from your uh, second story window. So you window. can see him farther, like coming down the road. Okay, hold on. So has a better okay. Are you going to be watching his, his house, house, or are you going to watch the road? I guess right now he hasn't left yet, so. Yeah, he hasn't left. I'm going to take this opportunity to get dressed. <laughs> okay. Also, the, oh, you yeah, guys need to, <laughs> you guys do, like in this instance, need to be very clear with me what you are taking over into the house. Okay, fellas, we got rope. Okay. We got well, revolvers. We got two shotguns. Old reliable. Long range rifle. Elephant gun with a scope. Why would we dynamite. need an elephant gun? And Tallahassee. Why wouldn't you need an elephant gun? Elephant. <laughs> okay, so elephant. I have a torch and well, a hip flask. We've heard about the giant spider beast, so maybe uh, you know an elephant gun might come in handy in case we encounter. Giant I also spider have a lock picked set. Okay, so, all right, Major Bakersfield, what are you all taking? <laughs> You're just writing it down. Um, well, take my dynamite with me. Your what? I'm going to bring some dynamite with me. Okay. You know, just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them? And I will, uh, yeah, I'll bring both. Okay. I've got, uh... Do you have anything to light the dynamite with, though? I'm going to bring one of the shotguns with me and one of my revolvers. Guys, take one of my massive lighters. And I'll bring Old Reliable with me just in case. Uh, what was the last one? Old Reliable? Okay. You got a shotgun and your and your, 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 M9, your Colt M1911? Yes. Okay. okay. That's actually, uh, that's like a, that's not a revolver. It's a, like a, a pistol um, magazine fed. Okay, Tallahassee, what are you taking? Yeah, so I'm taking my regular stuff that I have in my gear. Uh, so I got my hat, my bullwhip, my Colt 45, my cavalry okay. saber, 
um, a journal of adventures, which is really my notebook. So I can, I'm, by the way, I'm taking notes about this entire adventure nice. this whole time. And so your I'm flashlight, right? Stuff afterwards. I uh, got my flashlight, yeah, and then I also have uh, in my penciled in stuff, uh, hatchet, rope, right. uh, binoculars, and uh, I would like to have another handgun from uh, Mr. Bakersfield, Major Bakersfield. Because I got pretty good revolver. handgun skills, so I'm going to have two. Mr. Bakersfield, can I have a flashlight and some binoculars for me as well? Or do you have a flashlight and binoculars? Oh. <laughs> I've got a flashlight and binoculars. <laughs> yes. You can yeah, take. I'm sure, yeah. All right. Uh, Bakersfield can get you both of those. He's, I'm sure he's stocked up on that kind of stuff. So if you want that, write that down. Dom, what about you? Guys, this is exciting. I'm like, I have a torch, a hip flask. And a lockpick set. Uh, your flashlight, lockpicks, and do you have a gun? And a hip flask. I do not have a gun. We do have plenty of guns. You, you had two one? shotguns, right? Yeah, two shotguns. I've got okay. one of them Are you with taking me. your elephant gun? Dominic, why don't you take the other shotgun? Okay, so Dom's uh, going to have your shotgun. Right. Are you taking your elephant gun? Um, I don't know. I'm better I? with a handgun. If Sydney's going to be a lookout, maybe he... Gun. Well, that's a pretty powerful gun in case we encounter beasts. No, you want that gun, one. and I only have one. Whoop, that's and. true. So All right, I yeah, I've got uh, that gigantic, massive gun strapped <laughs> in my back. Okay. Um, Did you give Dom a handgun? Yeah. He's got a revolver and the other shotgun. And I gave another revolver to... Okay, Dom, uh, that you have a thirty-eight. It was a thirty-eight revolver that he gave you. And I also left one with Dr. Simeon okay. in exchange bits. Because we grabbed five of them. What gun did you give me? Thirty-eight revolver. Okay, so Dr. Simeon, are you heading upstairs to to keep an eye out? Well, I guess I'm heading out into the street under I guess No, down to the end of the cul-de-sac. To the end of the cul-de-sac at the Naps house where Dom lives? No, the outside of the cul-de-sac. Where I was dancing? Yeah. So so he no, so you can see. While you guys are prepping, you're you're exchanging okay. equipment, handing things around. Um you hear the door next door slam and a car start up. And the distinctive sound of a squeaking engine, perhaps from a loose fan belt or something. As the vehicle next door backs out of the driveway and heads away. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Arkham Files. If you like what you hear, show us your support by checking us out on patreon.com forward slash the Arkham Files and leaving us a five star review on iTunes. Thanks again. No psychologists were injured in the recording of this episode.